0: Welcome to At Home With Nothing, the Nihilist Gardener's podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Hobart. Well, folks, winter is coming, that special time of year when the northern hemisphere of this meaningless mud ball relinquishes itself to the cold grasp of death. That makes it the perfect time to think about your Nihilist garden. Today we're in the backyard with Cynthia Friend, whose new book, The Surrender Garden, For Dust We Are and To Dust We Shall Return, is now available in hardcover and paperback. We're here to learn her tips and tricks to ensure our environs capture the desperate absurdity of existence.
1: I can neither object to nor thank you for your presence, John.
0: Swell. Now, the neighbor's grass is quite a bit greener, I see. How do you keep it that way?
1: Well, it all comes down to soil prep, John. Here, um, take a mouthful.
0: Oh, may I? (coughs) That is... (coughs) That is salty.
1: Exactly. That's actually very perceptive, and it's the answer to your question, because the easiest way to ensure your neighbor's grass is always greener is to salt your earth, ensuring that nothing grows for generations to come. So you want to start by measuring your property calculating the approximate square yardage and budgeting for enough salt to cover that, um, you know, so you can kill out all useless vegetation about two inches deep, I'd say. And this process is quick, it's easy, it only takes an afternoon. Um, So yeah, in a few weeks, your barren hellscape will really showcase the hollow desolation in your (coughs) soil.
0: Now, do you recommend a simple table salt or do you have to invest in something exotic like Himalayan rock salt?
1: Kosher salt is preferable, but in a pinch. <laughs> Any quality sea salt also works for those on a budget.
0: Now tell me, what's the difference between kosher salt and regular seesaw?
1: No one cares, John. But if resources aren't a question, you will get the best results from distilled orphans' tears.
0: Ooh, can that be found at my local gardening center?
1: No, though it's sometimes available at Trader Joe's. Uh, really, for the volume we'll need, it's cheaper to just make your own.
0: Salt? Orphans. Let's take a quick break to hear a message from the Nihilist Podcast Network.
2: This is Darlene Dobbs from the advice, telling you to tune in. to Okay,
0: Darlene, just uh, let me know when you're ready to start.
2: I already started. I've already started. Redo this, Daryl. Okay, be quiet this time. This is Darlene Dobbs from the advice, telling you to tune in to our next episode featuring. Stop it, Daryl. Stop, Daryl, stop talking now. Uh, uh, Shut up, Daryl, shut up. Are you going to shut up now? Okay.
0: Yeah, I'll shut up. Third
2: take. This is Darlene Dobbs from The Advice, telling you to tune in to our next episode featuring a question about how many cats can fit in a medium-sized priority mailbox. Daryl, what is this? What is this question? Why are you bringing me these nonsense questions? Why? You're telling me to shut up. Fine. Daryl, fine. Well, just get better questions. That, that one's stupid. I'm not going to answer it. Where would we even get the cats? Forget it. Forget it. I have it. a lot of cats at home. Forget it. Call in with your non-stupid questions or email me, Darlene Dobbs, at nihilistpodcastnetwork.com at gmail.com and remember when you stare into the advice the advice stares back into you it doesn't what size cap like they're not all the same size it doesn't even make sense did you make up this question this is a terrible question
0: we're gonna have to cut this entire thing i'm not i'm not sure if that was recording
2: yeah it's still daryl so help me
0: And we're back with Cynthia Friend, Nihilus Gardner. Let's take a Twitter question from one of our listeners. MisoAnwi83 from Spokane asks, What should I do about white mold on my summer squash? Hashtag squash goals.
1: You should just give up. The squash has already accepted its inevitable demise. You're hopeless. That was a stupid question.
0: Yes, fostering hope is shameful. Shame on you. Here's a mailing question from Miss Wilkerson's fourth grade class. Our school has a bird feeder. We like to see all the different birds come and go. Do you have a bird feeder? (laughs) It's written in crayon. stupid brats.
1: Yes. Most people make their bird feeders squirrel-proof, and I also make mine bird-proof. And that way, you only have to fill it once.
0: Ingenious. Now, in your new book, The Surrender Garden, also on audible.com, you devote nine whole chapters to composting. Why is that?
1: Well, why not? I find rotting matter makes a great focal point in your wastescape. I feel it really captures the summation of all your gardening efforts. Not to mention an olfactory experience that will cast a pall over any day, no matter how sunny.
0: On that note, what's with all these open jars of jam and honey?
1: Oh, well, they're just to attract the wasps.
0: Oh, f- uh, fantastic. Uh, what, would you, ow, uh, what would you recommend to listeners who may not ow, have the time to tackle all these projects?
1: You know, you can always dig a deep hole and lie down in it.
0: Now that sounds relaxing. Ow. Well, listeners, that's all the time we have. Thanks again, Cynthia. Whatever. Jonathan Hobart here. Ow. Join us next time for tips and tricks on maintaining your Nihilist aquarium. Spoilers, even more salt. At Home with Nothing, the Nihilist Gardeners Podcast is a production of the Nihilist Podcast Network. The Nihilist
2: Podcast Network.